We are back in the KTOE studio talking with Mankato Symphony Orchestra once again. Bethel is here. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Well, happy holidays. Thank you. Same to you. I should say happy holidays to Ernesto as well. Ernesto is back with us. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Excellent. Yeah, we're looking forward to this. I love this time of year, of course, because all of, well, I mean, the only thing we're missing is a little bit of snow, um, but... That'll happen. You're missing it? I, I'm not. You're not missing it at all. <laughs> Probably not where you're from. You're not used to the, like, the quantity of snow that we're normally used to getting, but this is very mild, uh, but also nice, which means that it's not going to impede anybody's travel to come and see the Mankato Symphony Orchestra's Handel's Messiah concert that's coming up for the holidays. So that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about um, the planning of this and how it got started. And is this something that happens with the MSO every year? Yes, it happens every year. It's our our annual tradition. And, you know, it takes about a year in advance to plan a season, at least a year in advance to plan a season. And, you know, we had been doing uh, snowman productions the last couple of years after the pandemic. And we thought, you know, this is Miss Handel's Messiah is something that has been a long, long 73-year tradition for the Mankato Symphony. Mm-hmm. And um, that, coupled with many people saying, when are you going to bring back Handel's Messiah? <laughs> uh, we decided this was That's the That's a year. good feeling, though, because <laughs> they're like, they missed it. Back missed by it. popular demand. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought, that, well, this is, the, this is the year to do it. So it's been a lot of fun planning. And um, thankfully, we have Ernesto on board to make it all happen. All right. So, is this your first Handel's Messiah with MSO, or did you with MSO? Yes. Okay. Yes. But not obviously not. uh, Well, I wouldn't say obviously, but yes. (laughs) But yeah, I I have I have the good fortune of doing uh, this piece before, and um, I I mean it's a great piece, so I completely understand why is a is a favorite, and you know we want to hear it every year, and it evokes those feelings. It evokes the feelings, and we have here in the U.S. and a close association with Christmas time and the holidays. So it's a it's a great uh, component of the holiday celebration. So tell me a little bit about what we're to expect, and then I want to talk about the uh, shopping that's available. Oh, okay, that's the thing. It's that time of year. We got to talk about shopping. But what do we expect? I know you usually bring um, artists in, musicians in to to perform. So this is a choral orchestral piece, first of all. So it requires, you know, uh, a chorus, um, and it requires four vocal soloists uh, as well. So in a way, is a different type of concert that that you are perhaps normally accustomed to attend at the Mankato Symphony, um, and of course. Messiah, one of the great things about Messiah is that we are all, I believe, familiar with the story of, you know, the coming of the, the Messiah. Even if you are not religious, I, I think you, you understand mm-hmm. the, you know, the progression of the story. Um, this piece in particular doesn't really, uh, that doesn't have a, a plot in a way that, you know, it follows a, a Actions, uh, actions follow other actions and so forth. But it's rather reflections on on the story of you know from the birth to the passion to you know the death and uh, you know ascent, the resurrection and and the, the ascension of of the Messiah of Christ. Um, and I think because we all know the story mm-hmm. and we all know the progression of events, we can empathize with the piece in a way that really moves the spirit, you know, and it really calls for for reflection and uh, 
you can see yourself as an individual audience member immersed in the story mm-hmm. and how how you will be affected in in this particular story. So I think it's a wonderful piece of music and it is not an accident then since you know 1741 1742 when the piece was written and premiered it has been performed every single year right since then right. i mean we're talking 300 years this is this is classic yeah, yeah. and th- that's the definition of a classic and right. something that can maintain its classic status for you know almost 300 years that i think speaks of the quality of of this piece right talk about the um the the, the infusion of the the vocal of the chorus right. with the symphony so um the the chorus delivers well and the and the and the vocal um solos they deliver text that is extracted from the bible extracted from from the gospels from the new testament there's some uh, old testament in there also uh so it's text that is specifically extracted from from you know verses from 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 the bible uh and uh it's all in english which is it helps for you know uh, <laughs> <That does> help. <laughs> uh understanding the the text so um and so, so so again it's familiar text and um so you can really hear how how what decisions did handle make for setting this Text this particular text that I may I may know, and how is he setting that to music? Mm-hmm. You know what what is the music telling me about this text that I haven't thought about before? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you have you know a, a very small um, you know sentence or verse from from the Bible being sung over and over, and you know sometimes a line goes up or it goes down, or you know you have both of them combined at the same time, you start to think and your mind starts to go places and 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 really start feeling things that that if you just read the book if you just read you know the text right. as is without music maybe you don't notice right i think well i think that that all uh, affects us in in like you said in such individual ways what we're going to take from it right and i think that's probably one of the reasons that it endures Absolutely. Uh, is because every year you bring somebody new to the table so i'm sure that we're going to have brand new people that have never seen Handel's Messiah right. performed, and uh, that's why it becomes a tradition. Exactly, yeah. and there is something to said to be said about experiencing this piece live. I mean, you can put a recording on sure. on, on the radio or Spotify or whatever, and you know that's great, but it's not. It doesn't give the same uh, gravitas or the same impact that you will feel here in this life. I think there's an energy exchange. Am I wrong? Yeah. Between you are absolutely right. Yeah, the performers and the audience, right. and it's 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 happening on a mass level, but it's so individual yeah. at the same time. Right, and it's not just from you know uh, stage to the audience, but it's among audience members. You know, like one person is having a is having a reaction and this other person, then it becomes kind of like a chain reaction, yeah. you know? Uh, so it's, it's, it's the magic that only can be achieved in live performances. The, um, the vocalists that are coming, how did you select those? Being, I, I wonder because that's, that's voice, which is an instrument, but you're mainly with, you know, the orchestra. Right. <laughs> so how did you... <laughs> well, I mean, it requires for specific types of voices, so we have to be... Um, looking or actually listening to to their their singing and making sure that these roles that are in the in the piece will fit their particular voice type i mean voices are so 
uh, particular mm -hmm. in what they 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 are suited to do and what they 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 shouldn't be doing. You know, it's not like, like a violin is pretty universal. You know, but voices are singular. Right. Uh, so we we that's that's the first task when you are you know casting who sings what in in, in this, and we have a, a stellar. Uh, cast of, of singers per performing with us this weekend and we're, we are so excited. Some of them who I believe have performed with us before. Uh, yeah, I should say the, the bass, um, uh, Philip Zawija, uh, performed in uh, Beethoven's ninth production that we did a couple years ago. Okay. Um, and I have to just say for myself, I am really thrilled to hear these uh, outstanding singers. Um, they have a long history of um, singing with Minnesota Opera and, and other Big organizations. Oh, so that's where they're coming from, the, the bigger... Yeah, yeah, well, they're all Minnesota mm -hmm. uh, singers, Based. and um, they have different, you know, uh, very extensive backgrounds wow. um, singing different productions, including Minnesota Opera. So um, it's going to be outstanding. I want to have hear people put this on the calendar for Saturday, December 16th, 7 p.m., St. Peter High School Auditorium, which we love to see you perform there. Um, general admission running $25. That's correct. Yep. And then we have uh, student rush tickets. Okay. So okay. come, you know, 15 minutes before and uh, students can get in for free with their ID. And um, we have uh, children's tickets, uh, 13 and under, are $1 only. So Nice. And MankatoSymphony.org for more information on this. Um, we should talk about the fact that you're mixing this up with a hometown holiday market, which I said just kind of reminds me with a classical performance like this. Kind of reminds me of one of those Christmas markets, like a European Christmas market <laughs> feel. Is that so? You've got crafters coming in. Yeah, this is the first time we're trying this, um, and yeah, you're right. It, uh, we had the idea of a European market style. Um, to ha offer our audience members before the concert. And they'll be out for, uh, starting at 6 p.m. The concert starts at 7. And then they'll be out for intermission and even after the concert okay. if we want to stick around and um, buy some uh, handmade crafts. These are quality That's made what crafts. I was wondering. Like, what kind of crafts are we talking about? Like yeah, so there's a, a, a big variety. Um, yeah, let's see. Th there's some ornaments, uh, woolenware, um, Candles. I mean, there's nice. there's just um, you know last minute Christmas. You have to come and see it. That's the the best place to go and buy things that you can't get anywhere else. Exactly. Right. Right. And beautiful ornaments that I saw that you had somebody had made yeah, for the the yeah. orchestra. Right. Some yeah. Mankato Symphony embossed ornaments. So. Oh, that's so creative. Mankato Symphony Orchestra in studio with us. Bethel and Ernesto will be right back. Mankato Symphony Orchestra talking about Handel's Messiah Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th in Fairmont. And we've got Bethel and Ernesto in with us. Uh, and what else will we um, be looking for uh, as far as when we come, do people, do people come and when we make this a tradition, I just remember doing this with my parents when we were dressing up. And this is our holiday. This is our big <laughs> holiday show. I mean, like you put on your holiday, your your little girl holiday dress. There's that. definitely people that do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's people that that we we have both. We have people that embrace the Holy Spirit in that way, and people that actually. I'm just gonna know, show up. I'm just gonna show up. <laughs> so everybody from all walks of life or all, uh, you know, age groups come come to our concerts. I mean. Bethel was just talking about, you know, students getting in for free mm -hmm. or, you know, um, uh, you know, we have college students, of course, that come to the concerts. We also have retirees. And I mean, it's one of the few activities that, that we have in our lives as a community that, you know, involves it's multi-generational. 
you know, right. it's, it's not targeted to any specific group, but rather that's really what we love about this, the universal aspect, multi-generational aspect of, of this art form that we all love. And bringing people together, and we're not just going to keep it here in our area. You guys are taking it on the road. We should talk about that because I know that, well, there were plans to be at the Fairmont Opera House, but those plans have changed. Yeah, you are. unfortunately, the Opera House is undergoing some difficulties with its roof. It's going to need some major renovation over the next years, and it's not safe to be inside that building at the moment. So they contacted us. They had asked us you know, a year ago um, mm-hmm. to come, and we were planning to be in the Opera House. Um, but because of these issues, we're going to be performing at Grace Lutheran Church okay. in Fairmont. And this is on Sunday, um, the 17th at 4 p.m. at Grace Lutheran Church. It's a beautiful church right downtown Fairmont. Are ticketing yeah. options the same for that, or are they changing in any way? Um, those tickets um, will need to be bought through the Fairmont, Fairmont Opera House okay. website. Okay. Or you can come on the day of. Same with Mankato uh, here in St. Peter. You can come the day of and get your tickets. Um, or if you want to purchase early and get your, the seats you want, then you do it online. Well, what do, we, what do we have planned after Handel's Messiah? What, what are we going to be talking? What are you bringing us next? Are you working on something? I know you're working on oh something already. Oh, my gosh. We are your face just went, oh, my yeah. gosh. No. I mean, we're only halfway done. I mean, not, not even halfway done. Uh, so we, we have a, a lot of concerts coming up. Uh, in March, we have uh, the Tony Ross from the Minnesota Orchestra is going to come and perform with us okay. with the symphony. He's going to perform the Shostakovich Cello Concerto. We're doing, uh, you know, a piece by a not very well-known yet uh, French composer from the mid-19th century. You know, she's a, she's a, f- a female composer, a wonderful, wonderful composer with great energetic music, Louise Farenc. And then we have um, Ray Du from uh, Minnesota Orchestra coming in May to perform with us the Barber Violin Concerto, one of the greatest American pieces. <laughs> and we'll be performing also the Firebird Suite for, uh, by Igor Stravinsky. So we have a full season um, and we just can't wait to share all these great, me- great masterworks with our audiences here. Where do we go for more information on this? Yeah, all of this can be found on mankatosymphony.org. Um, all the information is right there. Are there sponsors that you guys want to thank? Because I know that you don't do this alone, although the, the work is done by so many. Yes, yes. Thanks for asking that. So um, we are sponsored. This weekend's concert is sponsored by the Andreas Foundation. Um, and of course, Fairmont Opera House is sponsoring the one on the 17th. So um, wonderful sponsors. Go support the Fairmont Opera House with whatever <laughs> they have coming up. I'm going to say they, yeah, gonna, uh, they, they need help. Yeah, we're going to be doing some fundraising. So hopefully they'll let us know here on KTOE and we'll be able to help them out as well. Mankato Symphony Orchestra, Bethel and Ernesto, good to see you again. Thank you so much for coming in and we'll see you at the performance coming up on Saturday, December 16th. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you very much.